ahead. You want to bring the guy on and wish him a happy birthday? Go ahead. Why don't we ask him why he hasn't put some of us up in the recent stories on there? Oh, you want to do that? I, I will do no, that. No, I, I. Come on, you think Tone and Ash and Jimmy Blues and the the Penguin AZ and Eric Rogers showed up early to hear that? To hear us fluff Kevin Kincaid because it's his birthday. <laughs> he said fluff. fluff. <laughs> wow, not fluff Cowan. No, who's the caddy? I was going to say, is there a uh, not the fluffer the position? Yeah, the position of work. Right, fluff the caddy. Isn't fluff also like marshmallow? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Fluffer nutter, right? The Stay puff marshmallow man or fluff a nutter? Yeah, fluff or nutter. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's, there's your top three fluffs like this. Bang. <laughs> we open up with top three each and every day. Sponsored by. Exactly. Yeah. That's missing is music, man. Music. Ah, you know, we got uh, a Monday night game. So at some point we should get Nui on here. But, you know, it's interesting you say that. And I, I love Nui. But I wanted to I run this by both. Fun. No, I'm not out on him at all. I'd no. love to have him on. But my question is. Why is it that we, and I'm speaking for myself, maybe you guys know of a lot of other people, but why am I always at a loss for trying to get someone on to talk about the Cowboys, like from Dallas? Who is their media, guys? RJ Ochoa is the SB Nation guy. I know Nui. And is Todd Archer still down there? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You would think since they're the Cowboys, like it's almost like Palatal? since Ed Werder got like, I don't know if he was canceled or they just got laid off at ESPN. Since Ed Werder has been gone, there has been a void to me about guys to, to really go to for good Cowboy info. Well, is that fair? Yeah. Or am I out of the loop? No, you might be out of the loop. I'm out of the, I'm out of the loop. And 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 I know guys down there. Larson gave me the media guide before we bounced out of there. You want me to peruse through it? Yeah. I mean, I remember Todd Archer, but I like you. I don't even know if he's still doing that beat. Dog, dog, Archer. Dog. Has, he hasn't worked on there for <laughs> for thirty years. Come on, come on. Yeah, seriously. I, I just I just abuse Newey. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm, I'm like saying, you know, like I could because I was thinking about, you know, for for another show, like to get a guy on. And I'm like, who, who would I go to? RJ Choppy, you know, he does radio down there and he'd be willing to come on. But like, who's the real your who's buddy? The, who's the Tim McManus of Cal the Dallas Cowboys? Cowboys? Is it Huey, Cal right? Who? Huey, right? Newey? I mean, Newey, I'm sorry. Newey. No, he does TV. Right. So he's like the John Clark, actually. Of right. Well, he's like the John Clark down there. Or the, the Skaversky. No, I, oh. I I would say Clark. Personally. Okay. I like Jeff, but I would say Clark. Like, he's <laughs> everywhere. And, and he's he's like synonymous with player interviews and getting somebody at a bus stop or wherever it may be. Like, mm -hmm. he's, he's big time down there. I don't know. Yeah, who – I mean, seriously – if it's not Tim Callishaw, I don't know who else it would be. Yeah. It's weird. RJ Ochoa is pretty good. I've seen him, you know, stats we had on. He does a lot of stuff for right. the national NFL. And the, he and Brandon Lee Gowton, I think, even do something weekly. Oh, yeah. Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah, that kind of thing. Not Lorena Ochoa. No. 
related? Um, I don't RJ know. R.J. Ochoa. All right, I let me look this Ochoa. guy up. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, I don't know who's related to who anymore. I don't suppose or jump out to any conclusions. There could be fifth cousins out mm. here. Who the hell knows? But you're at a loss trying to find something. Now, are they at a loss trying to find us? I don't know. But, I mean, you know, you think about it. We could rattle off six, seven, eight guys that are in tune every day, maybe even more, with the Eagles. Like, why don't we know all of those guys for the Dallas Cowboys? Like, I know a bunch of guys that cover the Giants. I know a bunch of guys that cover the Redskins. I do, but too. Dallas, yep. it's something weird. Like, it's, I'm, I'm out of the loop. Yeah. Why do you think that is? And it's the Cowboys. You'd think they'd have even more guys. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's because they're like a national team that it's just kind of like not localized. Right. Could that be it? It's America's yeah. team, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple different Americas. Barrett. I don't know, I don't man. Know. I think a lot of it is probably clouded that it's talked so much about uh, national television. Right. That, like Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. You know? Right. Or, or Skip Bayless. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I think it's my personal preference not to, you know, know those guys, to be honest. I could care less. About well, who? except when it's oh, Dallas. Dallas week. Yeah. Well, I don't believe I got yeah. enough. I got enough. I, I got mean, enough shells in my gun. To talk about Dallas. Who who's the who's the Barrett Brooks and Seth Joyner of of Dallas? Who does that post game show? Do they even have like a, a show like that? I think it's just the owner. Wouldn't you yeah, say? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, isn't that, isn't uh, that strange? Because I think you're, you're on to something. Mr. Hall of Fame is down there too, right? Wide receiver Drew Pearson. I know he does right, right. Yeah, he does a lot with Newey. I think too. Oh yeah. 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 Newly uh, minted in the Hall of Fame, Drew Pearson. Well, that's that's why. Right? Yeah. So one I, second, I one second. Huh? Oh, okay. He's got something going on. No, but you know those guys down there—they don't have Eagles Week, so maybe no. that's part of it. Maybe yeah. part of it is like, why would we be available for something that doesn't exist down there? <laughs> right. It's we just week here. three down there. You know exactly. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. I don't know what to make of this year. Is this year Michigan? Is this year where? the only thing that matters is beating Dallas, no matter how bad you are this year. I mean, is this one of these seasons like that? Um, or is there, are there real stakes you think for this year? Because maybe Dallas week means more this week than it ever has, because it's never really mean anything because Dallas has never treated it like it's Eagles week. So maybe from that standpoint, the fact that there's nothing really at stake, big stakes here, like a trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Winning the conference or anything like that, right? Maybe beating Dallas. Maybe this is like it hey, takes on more on. meaning this yeah. this year because of you know the expectations for overall for the team aren't that high as a group. <laughs> I kind of just look at it as you know, forget about the record. It's seventeen opportunities to see if Jalen Hurts is your guy. That's exactly what it That's is. Really, what know? it is to me. So then it's, it's growing out. Growing pains and and, and, right. and getting better. That's this 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 season about growing pains and getting better. So yeah. So then so then this is another week. 
Essentially, that's what this season has been reduced to, right? Yeah, to me. I mean, that's the way I've always kind of looked at it. This, Every, this I think summer. everybody has, you're right. Everybody has tempered expectations of what Which this is team okay, is going to do. Right, right. It I is. mean, yeah. But I think we've been spoiled. I think we're so used to at least being competitive. And I wouldn't say right now that this is a team that, you know, we're fielding the best we've seen in a while. I think yeah. that's, you know, that's kind of where we are as a fan base. We give them a little leeway. Now, if they had beat the 49ers, it 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 had been expectations over the over the sky, you know, over the roof. I mean, yeah, they it, probably it, would have been ramped up then. Right. Oh, no question. To win that no game. No question. But I, that's why I, I never I didn't sense this great level of outrage after the loss because I just no, think like fans right. are just like, well, you know what? Aton well, uh, Aton was, you know, Aton was on his on his stuff. He was pretty pissed off about it. When? Yesterday. About what the shirts? <laughs> he's more upset about uh, he's more the upset about Sirianni's laundry the than coach, he is yeah, about yeah. the record. Well, that's the coach thing, himself. Like, yeah, I can be disappointed. Here's the thing: I can be disappointed with how a football team loses a game, but not oh my god, this is going to be my mood for the next week. Right. You know, I, I think when you look specifically at Sunday, there were a lot of things to be disappointed about. Right. Yeah. But that's not a, oh, my God, that's it for Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni or anybody else. I just think that the theme of these shirts and, and how soon they came out and Barrett referencing September Super Bowls and so many things about it just it fit so much of a narrative. It, it just was like when you get one side, if you've ever done that, and I've only done one of the Rubik's Cube and you're like, wow, OK, that's that's beautiful. That's just going to fit perfectly like that but no i mean to be fair monday night could tell a completely different story mm -hmm. so that's why there was no major statement lasting statement about the philadelphia eagles after sunday it was just wow that team really shit the bed in some key areas and yeah, lost missed the opportunities yeah and yeah. lost the home opener for a thousands of fans who had waited a year plus just to sit in that stands again <laughs> come on yeah no. Well, the expectations are still kind of low, though. I would, oh, I would yeah, say. but that's that's the point, though, about this week, right, and about this season is so much, if not everything, is back to Jalen Hurts and stays. No, well, this week and every Dallas week in particular will never be just about you know. It wouldn't matter if we were the, the sorriest team in the NFL. This isn't this, this. This will never be a week where they're just like, okay, um, we you know we don't care. No, Dallas will always be a week that we care. Believe that as, from really? a player's point of view. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You learn that as soon as you walk in the door when you put that jersey on. <laughs> I don't know, man. Those guys down there, from everything that, that we hear, there's just – I don't know how much it's reciprocated. And maybe that flies into this whole thing of pandering because fans in this area, to your point, and we brought this up when you stepped away for just one second – but fans in this area can survive like a big 10 mentality where you can go winless. But if that one win you get is against Ohio state or Michigan or Penn state, hmm. then the season is worth it. Then, <laughs> then you've added some merit to the season. And I think we have a collective fan base here that believes that. So I guess my question is how much of that is turned around to pander to us? Because look, I think we we would all be tone deaf, not tone on the chat. No, but tone deaf <laughs> if we all thought that players and coaches, specifically head coaches, 
didn't pander to us, right? Like it's easy to pander to us. That's why we don't understand how people don't pander to us. It's so easy to do that. So how much, and I'm asking both of you guys, how much of Cowboys week of Dallas week, Dallas sucks of the Calvin and Hobbs pissing on the Cowboys helmet stickers that are all yeah, over. The, the star pissing on the star. Is that what it is? I oh, think yeah. so. I think, <laughs> or maybe it's the helmet with the star. Maybe, maybe. How much of all of that has always been and so much fueled by just guys on this team who are smart, like Barrett, who is here, and others who understand, hey, hey, you know, if those guys are happy with me, then I'm happy. Hmm. And how much of that is is that? Did you hate people on Dallas, or did you know that you had, or did you I know hated, you had to pe- hate? I think they did I, back I, I in the eighties, yes. the early nineties. I think yes, they early nineties for yeah. sure. Early nineties, okay. Yeah, I think those buddy teams hated Dallas, and it kind of and it and it and it grew up through it grew up through us too. I mean, even in my even my tenure there playing. The yeah. fifth down, you know, where, you know, they have Dasty to run the same play over again. Emmett Smith. Yeah. yeah you know, the I same play that. over sure. again. You know, we end up making it to the playoffs. Oh, stop the McGon. <laughs> stop the McGon. <laughs> again, how much of this is, is divisional, right? I mean, you could go back and look at the Giants and so many moments in playoff history between Jason Seahorn, mm. the Imani Toomer grab, right? Yeah. How much of that Washington? where there's also a, a lot of history with that. And I'm right. not saying that we don't have a rivalry with Dallas and anything like yeah. that. I'm just meaning in, in we don't have a Giants week. We don't have a Washington week. No, we don't. I think for me, it, it kind of crystallized during the Vermeil years when they faced each other in the NFC championship game and the Wilbert Montgomery run. You know, Dallas came, you know, that that to me was like the start of at least my awareness of it. I'm not saying that's where it started. I don't know where it started. It could have started in the 60s for all I know. But for me, it was that NFC championship win, which almost, which not almost, was like sort of like their Super Bowl. And then they came out two weeks later and got their asses handed to them by the Raiders. But that almost didn't matter to some, to a lot of fans because they beat Dallas. It was when I first got here, um, not not the players, not the locker room, but the fan base itself. They were almost like you could go 14. I mean, you can go two the and 14. Said, right? Yes, the fan base. You could go two and 14, but yep. as long as those two victories was against Dallas, you could get a pass in this in this city. Hmm. And that's kind of it, it you yeah. know, it was it was it was a Dallas week was always a week that you know you just you always played at a high level, but you really played at a high level as far as crossing your T's and dotting your eyes to want to beat. The hell out of Dallas. Period. Point blank. Isn't that interesting though? How it, it was the fan base first. Yes. And locker room second. Right. Yes. I would yes. bet. I bet you hated people on the Giants. I bet yep. you hated people on Washington. Oh like, yeah. And I got to see that ugly mother again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Dallas. I mean, look at the players that they had. I mean, that that offensive line they had. You know, um, you had you had that. You know, the egotistical. Offensive guys, you know, with, with Emmett Smith and you know what I'm saying, those type of guys. You had Dion, you know, being arrogant out there. Right. You know, Michael Irvin. Mm-hmm. All those guys you hated. You know, I mean, it's hard to hate Moose, yeah. but you hated Moose also. You know what I mean? Well, they had they had flamboyant characters yes. on that team. Very, I mean, very flamboyant characters. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
you know, and then so, and then dating back into the you know when I was a kid, they had the clean cut all American guy in Roger Staubach. You know, you had you know Landry, the father figure with the fedora on the sideline wearing the suit. You were like, you know, that, it was it was Sullivan's like. Dude, that guy reminds me of you know somebody my dad would hang out with. Like I, I don't like him, you know what I mean? Because you're rebelling against all that. You, that, that represented authority back right, when I was right, a ten year old right, kid. Right, you know, right. <laughs> and you look at you look at the coaches. You know, when I was playing, and you know, throughout time, you know, Barry Switzer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to hate Barry Switzer. You oh know yeah. What I'm Jimmy Johnson. You Barry had to hate Switzer. him also. Barry Switzer. Switzer. He, was, he seemed like a kind of a clown, didn't he? He was like, a boob. <laughs> he was. Barry Switzer was a boob. He was a great college coach. And you know? when, he, when Jerry brought him over, he was almost like a cartoon character to me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah he, won a, he won a Super Bowl, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. That third one that uh, Jimmy Johnson really. Jimmy Johnson, right. I know. mean, it was basically like, we need somebody to step in. And just be the head coach. Just yeah, just be there. Yeah. That role. Right. You don't have to make any decisions or anything. Just what be there. Who won? Was it the Niners? Who won in between, right? Because they won 91, 90, or 92. The, the Niners beat the Chargers. That's right. The Chargers. Yeah. What yeah. happened that year? I know that was the beginning of the end because they, they don't win the Super Bowl after winning two straight. And Jerry Jones goes full ape shit on everybody. But... What happened that year with the Cowboys? Do we remember? I, I I forget how bad it was because really the schism began when they didn't. I know they didn't like each other and Jerry put up with Jimmy, but hey, Jimmy's winning Super Bowls, man. So that's. Yeah, but Jerry wasn't getting enough of the shine. True. Right. I mean, True. That, that's when, you know, Jerry, what Jerry was like, really wanted to insert himself as the guy that we now know for the last 20 years. He was right. he was the front figure. It wasn't about the head coach. It's right. about him. They lose in yep. the NFC Conference Championship to the Niners that year. And that's enough for Jimmy, uh, for Jerry Jones to, to open up the door for his departure. Yeah. And that's un- un- isn't that unbelievable. Right. Jimmy Johnson had to win a third straight Super Bowl. And I don't know, like, say, how about that owner instead of the Cowboys, right? <laughs> well, that kept his job. No, that that actually was Barry Switzer's team, the '94 team. So he yes. was gone already. No, according to Pro oh, Football yeah, you're right, Reference, you're right. he was gone already. That's right. He, he, that's right. It was after. It was before that. Yeah. season. The That's 93 right. season, they won the second Super Bowl, and then he hit the eject button. Like, there was the battle of egos the right there. Yeah. That's you know? right. And then yeah. it came out, we mutually agreed yeah. to part ways. Right, right. 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 <laughs> they didn't speak to each other for years, man. Uh-huh. I, yeah. see, the difference between those two years is negligible. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, look, between stats and winning games and all, and I'm sure, I mean, think about it. Like, nothing truly changed with the chemical makeup of your team. Yeah. So if you're a first year head coach that's coming from college, are you going to step in and reinvent the wheel? No. No. You just you just want to keep it on the tracks. Yeah, you got to keep yeah. your head down. Shut. I tell you, this is the original puppet or at right. least like this is the original puppet. Mm-hmm. Keep your fucking head down and right. listen to everything I tell you from the box. Just, right. Just just don't screw it up. <laughs> you know? That's basically it. Right. But but to say this though, but to say this, I don't think that um I, oh, I used to think God. that you know when we first got Seriana here that he was going to be that guy. I'm not seeing that right now. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not seeing him being this puppet guy that everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, Just he hasn't him. had a chance. The only opportunity that really happened was in the preseason when some analytics kid from Cornell. Don't play the starters. Or, yeah. Don't play the starters. 
but he hasn't had a chance to yet. I mean, look, to your point, nobody, it seems like nobody but him is influencing the game plan. No, get influence the game plan, right? Influence influencing um what they're doing in this game plan. I mean, they're running the ball a lot more than Doug was. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, even as far as his coaching staff, those are his guys he picked up. Well, those are now. his friends for now. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, so that went. You can't see. You can't see. You can't say that. You know, he's being influenced that much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not outwardly like it was with Doug. Well, Doug, it was like outwardly. All right, I'm just. You know, you're just not gonna make any decisions. I doubt seriously he's going down the line, though. Right. Well, I mean, Doug had to go to a, a Wednesday. Was a Tuesday or a Wednesday meeting with the with the owner in the yep. um, Tuesday. And the, um, a Tuesday, yeah, and the we'll analytics come. department. Right. So I mean, yeah. come on, man. I mean, you can't you can't do a guy like that. You can't have mold. You're not gonna hold my hand like that and make every decision. I'm not gonna be here either. I'm gonna leave also. Right. Well, that's the I'm thing. I'm not doing it. Year it took him after winning the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, what what could possibly be a high mark for uh, for Sirianni to where he could get so secure here? Peterson won a Super Bowl. And it still creeped back in where he was. He had to sit down with these stupid meetings, right? Mm-hmm. And now there lies the problem. So Sirianni could be in this honeymoon phase, Bruh. Well, I just don't see it right now. It was way evident in Doug's decision, but I don't see it now. I mean, his last game here, he really made him take Jalen Hurts out just so they could have a draft pick, man. Keep him from winning the game. Mm. Yeah, but look, I mean, how much, you know? How much of that was talked about ahead of time? Doug Peterson, clearly from a lot of things. Like, I, I think we have to look at it more so from the standpoint of Nick Sirianni is here for two football weeks, whereas a relationship deteriorated over years after a coach won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so, that's because he's yeah. meddling too much. So maybe he sees now, man, yeah, I, yeah. I can't meddle so much right now because I just I just let a Super Bowl winning head coach just leave. In fact, Doug's name was up for uh, the USC, and he said, no, I'm going back to the NFL. I'm yeah. taking this year off. I'm going to collect these checks, right? and I'm going to go <laughs> get to the Everybody NFL next wanted year. Out. Everybody wanted it. Now, you're right. right. I mean, they're, they're, it's almost – and this to the point of, I was saying is where it's too soon, too soon. It's, it's way too soon to think that – uh, Jeffrey Lurie or Howie Roseman haven't learned from their mistake. So absolutely, they, they could have easily looked at what happened and how bad this was and how bad it ended, really poorly ended for everybody, and think to themselves, all right, let's give Sirianni more leeway. Let's give him more rope. Let's make him in a position where he can make more decisions outside of what you're doing on the day-to-day on the football field. We also have to see what happens this offseason. Right, right, right. Remember, remember that draft back and forth, right? Where Harry or Howie, I'm looking at the chat here, where Howie is bouncing back and forth on that great third round decision. Oh, with Tom Donahoe? Yeah. Yeah. Where was Sirianni in that room? Oh, dang. You're right. I he was in him. there. No, he was in there, though. Yeah, he was in there. I think he was conveniently left out of that clip. Yeah. Now we have, we have someone new on the stream. Did you see this from Spain, I believe? No. Sport Cities SS, Sport City SS. I believe they're from Spain. Okay. Yes. Hello from Spain. Fly Eagles fly. That's okay. pretty cool. That's <laughs> real cool. Time it's got to be what? 5 hours or so? Oh, at least, yeah. I'd say maybe I think it's 6. Yeah. 
So Spain, I'm going to guess is five, maybe. Probably. Maybe four. You know, it, it, depending on how east or west part of me you are in the continent, mm. not the country. It's pretty it's wild. It's an insomniac. Yeah. yeah. No, it's plus four. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, if it was minus. Yeah, it's four. like the middle of the afternoon over there. Yeah. That's oh, what you're saying. Yeah. It's siesta. That's what this right, is. Right, siesta. I mean, look, this is a perfect companion to your siesta. You want to fall asleep? You pop us on. It's <laughs> yeah, <easy>. right. <laughs> right. It's absolutely easy. I love it, man. <laughs> oh, um, man. All right, so let's take uh, a break here in a second. I'm just... This is just interesting to see how this thing all plays out on our end. Now, does, well, after all that discussion, are we just back to where we began, which is getting Nui on, or is there somebody else that you think we should track down here? Well, well apparently the, the stream is saying something about uh, some guy who's a reporter that's covered Dallas, Mike Fisher. i got to do some research on a guy named Mike Fisher. Well, how many people said that? Uh, one person said all that. Right. Well, let's, you know, if Joey B... No, or it's SD isn't signing. Jackson Avion isn't signing off on it. Then uh, uh, I don't know. You Some don't know who who pops in. Just how do we know that's not Mike Fisher doing his own pub? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for his blog, for his blog and his, yeah. his podcast. Uh, yeah. No, I think he does radio. Mike's actually a big name and, and does a lot of quality work. But yeah, we can reach out. That's fine. I want to know how you're going to react. Uh, if Nick Sirianni wears a beat Dallas t-shirt this week <laughs> or like, you know, oh, maybe, oh, okay. maybe he has a dog even, shirt on, he has a dog it, shirt on with his leg up, right? Peeing on, on the Dallas. star. Yeah. The dog <laughs> D a double G mentality is pissing on the star. Aton. or like <laughs> F F asterisk ampersand exclamation point Dallas. So here's what I would say. I don't know if you can do anything worse than run the Philly special on fourth down at home. Okay, so that was your, the ultimate pander. I, I think, well, yeah, because that infiltrated the game plan. Right. That affected the game. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes. It infiltrated right. the game right. plan. It wasn't just put in. It infiltrated it. Right. It found its way in, man. Trojan horse and all. <laughs> Greg Ward's coming over there. Let's run Philly, Philly. I don't have oh. the sheet. What the hell are you talking about? All right, go ahead. I trust you. I don't know. Oh. So now I feel like he's – I don't know. I think he actually preemptively did this. Look, that hmm. Sirian is a smart guy. I think he preemptively called Philly, Philly on that fourth down with Greg Ward knowing that he could wear anything now, hmm. and it won't top that. That right. egregious level of pandering will never be topped. So you could wear whatever you want. You, <laughs> you could know. wear like a nobody saves more. You know, what? what is it? Only God saves more than Perrant. Like what are these right. old school? You, you could He could show up in a Ron Jaworski game worn jersey and it still wouldn't be as bad <laughs> or as egregious. That's Ron of Philly Philly. Huh? Yeah. Do you, do you think Nick Sirianni was behind the moving of the statue? Now, apparently, they, apparently they moved the statue of Doug Frank, and no Nick statue? Foles. No, Doug <laughs> and Nick Foles. That has been relocated. Where? It's it's like out in Lot K. Are you serious? I yes. Yes. Why? I don't know. I don't know why it was moved. I did, was it just recently moved or when? Yeah, uh, just before this, the, the home opener, I believe. All this statue stuff always happens overnight. And then mm -hmm. you have to go on Twitter and figure out what got knocked down, what got replaced, what's just right. getting cleaned. 
because people overreact. Oh, no, you knocked this one down. No, no, it's just getting cleaned. Right, right. You boxed this one up. What What the hell, man? Yeah. Why did they move that? I don't know. Well, I mean, I knew they were – I thought they were going to move it while, uh, while um, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, Carson? Carson was here, but he's gone. So why yeah. would they even move it if Carson has nothing gone? to do with him. Carson was here, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's what really put him over the edge. That's what it was. Yeah, that was it. That was the straw <laughs> that broke the camel's back. How are you gonna put that guy there? And I'm the, I'm the quarterback here. You can put that guy there. Wow. I guess Nick Sirianni said, "No, you're gonna leave. You're not gonna leave that guy there. I gotta fill his shoes. Mm-hmm. No, that guy's gotta go." How many straws do you think were underneath that final one? A thousand. <laughs> <laughs> How many <laughs> what? <laughs> How many right How many straws do you think were underneath that final straw that broke? Oh yeah. Back? Right, it was 34 million straws. That's what it was. All right, we got to take a quick one. We're back in three across the board here. Hit that thumbs up button and make sure you are subscribed to the Jacob Media YouTube page here. As we have a lot, our buddy Lofty's going to pop in in the second hour. Are we going to track Kincaid down? This is a Harry Mays call. I'll leave it all up to you. Well, we you know we don't have to because we you know no because he hasn't even responded to my text wishing him a happy birthday so screw him. All right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, it's it's the middle. We're back. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the steaks and the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
Alright, I don't know why. I'm frozen on my end. Oh well. Uh, I, mean, I sent you something, Eitan, before the show. Okay. I don't know if you want to play it at some yes. point. Is it a video we can play? Or? It's a little video, a short video uh, of Ben Roethlisberger meeting with the media after the game on Sunday. And this is something I didn't find until today. But apparently there was an issue with the play call on fourth and one with about nine, nine and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh's down two scores and they punted the ball. So they asked Ben about it. And it's kind of interesting. There could be some trouble in, in Pittsburgh. All right, well, let me pull this up here. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard anything going on here? No, no, I no, not, not except for this. Well, I didn't know it was, uh, are people talking? People are talking. People are talking. Uh, is anybody saying anything? I'm sure they are. Steelers Depot in the house, huh? Breaking Correct. Steelers? Correct. Now, I didn't know if anybody was saying anything at all inside the house. This is Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to need the audio here, fellas. Yeah. There's audio. It's weird. Are you going to play the video, too, or? No, I'm, I'm playing it now. Oh, I don't see it. No, I know. The video I, I'll pull up, but for some reason it's not. That's strange. Because with the video, you can see his facial reaction at the end is pretty good. I know. So what are you trying to say to the, the, the backup quarterback, not Mason Rudolph, but Dwayne Haskins is, is causing a quarterback controversy? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. I'm talking about maybe a rift between Roethlisberger and the coach. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, it's not playing audio, though. Well, do you have to increase the volume down there in the lower corner? It's all the way up. No, man. it is. It's all the way up. It's all the way up. I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, that's a shame. Why, why can't we hear this? I don't know, but I have it all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that face. Look at that face. Yeah, look yeah, at his face at the end. All right, so for those of you who didn't hear the question, it's a fourth and one. After 18 years, do you have the relationship with Mike Tomlin to go up and say, go for it, right? Yep. How the punt team's running on the field? Well, you saw, you saw me. I'm staying. I don't have a choice. Yeah, wow. so, so Tomlin sent the punt team on the field with fourth and one, and Roethlisberger's probably standing there looking at the sideline, like, what's going on here? Like, like, you know, all these guys are rushing on the field. I guess I'm done. Yeah. So he comes off, and then they ask the other reporter, says, did you want to go for it on fourth and one? And he gave that look like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, fourth no. and one with nine minutes to go, you're down right. two scores. Right. I, mean, I don't know where they were on the field. I'd have to look up the play chart. But what do you think, no. Barrett? No blank, Sherlock. Right, That's what he's thinking. I mean, this now is two a, scores. Right, you're oh, saying yeah. you're saying you're let's let's let my defense go back on the field without T.J. Watt, your best player. Yeah, you, know, you know what would you rather do? Yeah, and, you know, and, and, give the ball and, to that running back you just drafted in the first round. Exactly. Or let Big Ben, you know, let's just get his big butt behind a guard and get the first down. Let's go. And he made a living of doing that. I know. Year eighteen, he goes, like, "All right, we're not going to go for it." I mean, what are we doing? Pretty weird. Yeah, but I will say, yeah, you know, um, looking at the string, 
Alec, you're right. They uh, that offensive line sucks. No, I know they do, oh, but I mean, brutal. did you see what's? And look, their offense is atrocious. A line, uh, and and their offense is sorry, their offensive line is atrocious. And do you see how uninspired? Like, I'm surprised, Barrett, that you don't watch what they do on offense, especially running the football, and don't vomit multiple times at the screen based on what you guys did at a Super Bowl level. The offense basically consists on this poor young man who's got a ton of talent and Najee Harris essentially just running into the back of the guard. Like, that's the offense. is just tighten everybody up into five guys into one phalanx and have Najee Harris try and, like, narrowly slide through a hole. What the hell is going on there, bro? Yeah, they, it, it, it's, it's they're up in arms right now because I mean that's they hung their hat on running the ball with Bussy and yeah. fast Willie Parker and look at it now. I mean it's ridiculous. Now they were at their own thirty-four for this play. So does that influence your decision at their own thirty-four? So basically, if you don't get the first down, you're basically giving them a field goal, and now right. you're down twelve points instead of nine. Still two scores though. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, it, it, see, but, you know, Ben's taking it like it's him, but it's not really him. It's more so the guys he has in front of him. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't, this is a travesty, you know, in, in Steeler country, to not be able to run the ball, have an offensive line that bad. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. I it's, hate to do it's it. very un-Steeler-like. Oh, it is, that, man. It yeah, is. That is not their brand, you know, or at least the brand that I remember. Right. That's you know? true. No. Now, what did they what did they do in the draft? Did they not draft any offensive linemen in the first three or four rounds? Let me check. Let I me see. The kid, maybe it was the later than that. Right? Uh, uh third round, the draft of center, Kendrick Green, fourth round, Dan Moore Jr., a uh, uh, left tackle. Okay. And now that was it. He's he starts, Dan yeah. Moore. Um, and Kendrick Green does too. According to yep. they're just so young. That's what it is. Wow. Okay. But I mean, even even still, you know, man, you got Fryermuth, man. He he's a good tight end, bro. Just run a little pop pass to him. They they are so uninspired. Who's running this offense? It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, this Matt this is, Canada is the Matt Canada. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, Matt Canada. Honestly, yeah. Barrett, you've got. Three guys, four if you add the tight end. Even Najee Harris they're throwing to. And look, I mean, he's out there, I think, for 100% of the snaps. So right. <laughs> it's, it's insane. But he gets he, he gets targets, is my point. So you have five competent receivers. You have five competent sets of hands. Now, there are tiers on how competent. I'm not equating Deontay Johnson with the tight end. But my point being, to your bringing up him and others, you should be throwing the ball. You should be opening things up, knowing that you only have run one running back anyway. I don't know. Th- this offense seems like it's stuck. And here's the crazy thing about it. We, we talked a little bit about this. I think it was earlier this week after the, the Steelers game. But Roethlisberger is not shot. We made fun of him, except for Barrett last year, about how he noodle arm and all this other stuff. He's not shot. He can throw the ball. No question. It just it, his receivers catching. I mean, we saw there was some butterfingers. You know, um, Deontay Johnson couldn't catch a cold last year. Right, right. <laughs> Remember that man? He was yeah. dropping everything. Yep. Uh, 
I think James Washington right now is there is he's the most reliable guy that they have as far as catching a rock. And he's he's like the fourth team guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they, they have weapons, man. Juju Smith-Schuster, yeah. um, Chase Claypool. Remember well, Chase Claypool? Claypool had a big year last right. year. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, he's a playmaker. That offensive line just is so bad, though, man. And, hmm. and as you know, that's very, very uncharacteristic of a of a Steeler team. You yeah. know, that's, that's, where, that's where they used to hang their hat, man. They spared no hmm. expense in drafting guys, you know, on the offensive line. Now, each time I was there, they drafted top three, you know, picks with an they, offensive lineman at least one time. So they were always looking years I was there. to try to replace you. All the time, man. I, I just tell people all the time, the <laughs> ink's not, not even dry yet right. when they signed me. The ink's not even dry. They're trying to find somebody bigger, stronger, faster, and younger, and at the most cheaper Cheaper, than me. yep. So. Sounds like radio. <laughs> right. Hey, Tom, doesn't it sound like that? A I was, little bit? Yeah, exactly. Like it. Exactly. And, and uh, there's not even anything to dry. It's just a constant cycle with it. Right. 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 <laughs> but no, I just, just wild, man, to see you that. Can't even, you, you can't even get the, uh, the, the return to sender. Um, when you, when you sign it on, on online or you sign it on your, you know, your email, you sign mm-hmm. the contract, you can't even push okay yet. And they're trying to find somebody to take over your radio spot, bro. Yep. yep. Ridiculous. Now, before we broke, you had something ready to rock. You had something ready to go here. Do you remember? Oh, man, CTE, man. Of course I don't remember that. Harry, <laughs> I think you had something too, though, didn't you? Well, I was getting ready to tell you about the Roethlisberger video. But I waited until after the break. Okay. Yeah. So, just curious if there was something. I thought there was something Cowboys-related that you had about this football game before. We only broke for three minutes. Are you kidding me? Or was it the Steelers talk that just completely derailed you? It was the Steelers talk derailed me. Is that what that was? I'm more interested in a controversy. (laughs) Well, we don't have a controversy. Let's manufacture a controversy. Let's manufacture a controversy to get the phones going. Seriously. (laughs) 6.0. Whose job is in jeopardy week three? Right. Cowboys. Right. Right. Yo, you know what we're not talking about? And I know why we're not talking about it, but – how good that punter is we have now. Hey. Dude, he is booting that ball. Hey, man. man. He's, he's, he's good. Australian. And he's you the know, number two Australian in Philadelphia. Here's how you know he's a <laughs> bit Australian. He's not forcing those meat pies on the right. Lane. That's right. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't gone to the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, uh, management and said, we need a meat pie night as the link. stocking them. <laughs> because I'm the majority stockholder in them. I, I wonder where all those uneaten meat pies went, Aton. Like, bro, do, we do, had do some they in get the shipped. Do they get shipped along with Ben Simmons to Houston? No, I I think those are like those to are Houston. like practice rounds for yeah. a Wing Bowl or something, right? Isn't oh. that it? <laughs> like eating <laughs> contests. <laughs> That's what happens. Is it doesn't get thrown out. It just gets. It's like a preliminary or a satellite, mm. right? You want to be in the next hot dog eating contest? Right. I, I need to see what you got first, kid. Let right. See how many meat pies you can put down in the next minute? Right. Like something along those lines. Like That's like a play in tournament. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right, <laughs> bro. But you know what? You know what they 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 put some down in the office at uh up at NBC. Yeah. They put some down in the office, like a, a big box of them. 
Why don't you bring one home and eat one on the show next week? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about back when they did that. that oh, the thing. Oh, they're not long. They're no longer there. No, so they probably could be there. We will eat it. Yes, they had they had they had like twelve of them uh, on top of the thing. Uh huh. And they sat there for like a week, and they never changed color. Mm -hmm. They stayed the same color, and it just turned hard as a rock. Now, what color was it? It was like a a a a yellowish orange color. Like the the, was that the crust? Or what what did the meat look like? Did you get to see inside of it? I didn't want to see inside of it. You didn't. No, no, it it wasn't nothing I wanted to see or or, or taste or look at. I mean, and I I like a, a good you know meat pie. You know, I know they have these Spanish ones um, that I that I get from from the bodegas, man. It's oh yeah, really good, man. You know what I'm saying? There's some that are Jamaican and some that are Spanish, uh-huh. and uh, tastes pretty good, man. But those, I heard they didn't go over very very well. No, no, at the nuh-uh. Wells Fargo Center. And usually, when you put something down like that in the office. Mm-hmm. If it's free, it's usually me, mm. but not this time. Nope. It sat there for a while, for a long while. If they wanted to eat, have them eaten, they should have delivered them around to the radio stations because everybody at the radio stations <laughs> looking for free food all the time. <laughs> right, Aton? It was like you, any I kind of food that was that free. That hoagie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, what hoagie? Oh, the hoagie that was in there for a couple months. Oh, wait. We, we, got a, we had him on one day when you yeah. were out. And no. We, yeah, yeah. We got to bring up what he was saying on the air that that had you text him live. Stays oh yeah, all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we, we was we all didn't, over the place. We didn't us. get to that. We didn't get I to was that. Fantastic. He and Bruno came on. Yeah, that was, was outstanding. Oh, you got an all star cast on when I leave. That was Thursday. Last was Thursday, Zach, man. I mean, I can remember that day. It was a Saturday morning. I'm driving, and all of a sudden, you know, all that you know social injustice going on, and he just flies off the rail. Talking about crazies. I'm like, dude, you you trying to get fired, man? What the hell is wrong with you? Wait, won't you come on with me and talk about it? No, no, no. I am not committing, you know, suicide. That that would be, you know, suicide for me in my career. That'd be right. career suicide, bro. Exactly. Like, there's wow. no way I'm I'm not touching that with a hundred foot pole, bro. Nope. And no. I hate to do it to stay smart back. move. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'll tell you. You Maybe tried to like, end your career, Barrett. Right, right. I was like, dog, I thought we was better than that, man. That's <laughs> what I thought we were better than that, man. Oh, it's crazy, isn't He's it? He's a piece of work, man. Oh, man. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. But yeah, Barrett, Barrett you said Houston when I said uh, ship him along with Ben Simmons. You don't think that they're going to pull that deal off with John Wall for th- and three draft picks? I, don't, I mean, I'd I do it. I'd do it in the New York Minute. I mean, even still, you know, John Wall, man, I, I believe he can come in and generate shots. You know, he's not going to forget how to shoot. Everybody's saying he's all used up. Well, him being there would be better than Ben as far as, you know, production in the fourth quarter when we need buckets. Mm-hmm. He can make that happen. We got Matisse. You know, Matisse will be fine at, you know, taking over. Uh, the, no, the, Matisse is included in the trade according to what Aton no, read. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. I can't do that. I can't do that. No, I can't do that. Is, is so you want Matisse and three draft picks? Uh, Matisse, Ben Simmons. You're gonna for get three draft. draft, three unprotected first round picks. Uh, some guy named Christian Wood and uh, John Wall. Christian Wood's pretty good. Man. Well, he's a rookie. He was a rookie last year. Yeah, he played. He played really well. But see, I, I'm not even thinking about Christian. I'm thinking more no, no, no. about Christian three Wood. unprotected, three unprotected uh, 
You're thinking of somebody else, Harry. I thought it, I thought it was Christian Wood. Christian Wood's legit. Like Christian Wood comes on this team and and you oh no, it's not up. Christian Wood because yeah, this that, guy isn't. This guy's a look. guard. This guy was a guard. Okay, okay. That was drafted from Arizona State, I believe. I'm sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to jump in. I, I just wanted to to talk that through because if you could get Christian Wood, like I'd rather have Christian Wood on this team than John Wall by a mile, mm. by a mile. <laughs> Wood got 20 a game last year on a bad team that played up tempo. Yeah. But I mean, even still, we're talking about the three. No, it's Josh well, Christopher. Okay, sorry. Josh Christopher was the name I saw. But three unprotected draft um, first rounders. Right, right. That's, that's that's you talking about draft capital. They, they're going to suck for the next couple of years. That's that's easy money there, man. I don't yeah. know. Those would be lottery picks, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you would like to think? I mean, Simmons is not good enough alone. They they are gonna have some money, but okay. Are you gonna pop up with a bunch of Reddick Juniors? I I I I'm I I I, I just entertain that man. The the hmm. three unprotected first rounders alone. Yeah, but that's the thing. Why does Houston? That this is my question. Why does Houston make that deal? Because you're right. Bringing in Ben Simmons is not nearly enough to get you out of the lottery. So why are you then giving up three unprotected draft picks over the next couple of years to ensure that you're a lottery team without being able to draft in the lottery? Hmm. See, that's not I don't I don't think that's that's the deal that they're trying to give give them. Because if they if they'd have thrown that at us, if they'd have thrown it at me, I'd have took that. Absolutely. That's my I'd point. have took that, yeah. Yeah. Now this was a hypothetical. This was right. somebody who was right. leading into a report. Wasn't it that leader Johnson yeah. guy? And yeah. he was putting this out there. That's right. right. That was the. I take it. I think they would too. That deal is not on the table. I can I know that for sure because they would have been taking that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree, know, man. No, you're right. Um, John Wall, right? What last? What did he have? Oh, he averaged twenty point six last year. And seven assists in 32 minutes per game. He averaged what? 20.6 points per game mm. and seven assists. Yeah, uh, on a shitty team. Yeah. I think the difference is that he's got tread on his tires where Christian Wood has played extra exceptionally well over the last couple of years on bad teams. Well, it wasn't Christian Wood. That's not the guy. No, but I'm thinking maybe you can make an angle for him. Oh, oh, oh. And, and run something where you've got Wood and Bead. It'd be a tough matchup for Biggs. Hmm. That's all. <laughs> he goes, look, Ben goes down there and just becomes a scoring juggernaut. I mean, just putting oh, up yeah. putting up like 30 points a game. Right. Why do I feel like that's coming? You think so? I I don't. I kind of do, man. No, here's the thing. He's not going to become a he's not going to become a scoring monster. But what I think happens is that in the first year we see things we never saw. We see him getting to the free throw line a little bit more. We may even see him take a couple of threes. Hmm. You know what? No. I think I think I think it's going to go like this. No, there's no deal gets done. 
He's going to be sitting here. He's not going to be sitting there. He's just going to get fined. He's just going to sit out the entire season, and they're going to hold his rights until somebody comes with a better deal. Hmm. I think that I think that's how they go into it. Wood went undrafted, yeah, in the 2015 draft and joined the Rockets summer league, and then was signed by the Sixers. Yeah, he played well in Detroit, and then was in Houston. I mean, he put up 20, 20, I think he put up 20 plus last year, right? I'm not sure. I mean, he played I, well, man, he played well and he's, he's long. He can stretch. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, there's nothing negative about bringing again. John wall is at a point right now where he's just not putting you over the top. As no, as no, that's all. But no, the only thing there is the draft picks. Correct. Man, Ben Simmons. So what do you think the most, like what would be the most ridiculous slash realistic scenario? Right. For what? For Ben ben Simmons to troll us next year. Would it be leading the league in free throw attempts? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. He's, he's got more free throw attempts than Embiid next year. Yes. Something like that. Something like that. Um, Yeah. Taking one three, just taking one random three a game. Mm-hmm. Not at the end of a shot clock or no, at the end no, of a no. quarter either. Just a subtle. In just, the flow of the offense. Yeah, yeah, one subtle, small little three a game. That's like a troll, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Mills Lane used to do that thing with his nose, like a, mm-hmm. a shout out to his kids or something. Well, a Hornacek <laughs> used to at the free throw line yeah, too. Right. He that's, would do that, that weird thing with his, like rub his face or something. That was like saying hello to his kids. Yeah. Yeah, and his daughter ended up being really uh, kind of hot. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you you usually follow this stuff. Isn't her name Abby Hornacek? I have no idea. You yeah. are the one who... I think I she actually might even be in the sports media business, if I... Well, is she running a team or no, something? No, 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 no. No. What's she doing here? We need answers. You want answers? Yeah. I think I'm entitled. I think I'm she, entitled. She was a host. Uh, she was with Fox Nation. Okay. Abby Hornacek. Abby Hornacek. Not Chek. Not Abby Hornacek. No, not. No. Change your name. Not Havlicek. Okay. Not Havlicek. <laughs> what about Hornacek? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what about that? What about Hornacek's daughter? <laughs> oh, man. Unbelievable. I, I heard there's there might be some audio we're going to have to play of him. Russo from his show, I believe, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Now let we me, should. Okay. Let me find. I think Jimmy Trana. Uh, Is that a let me check scenario here? That's a let me check. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I did have that right. It's Abby Hornacek. Yes. I just looked her up. Yeah. Baldy's following her. Hard to, hard to believe. <laughs> hard to believe. <laughs> oh. Baldy's. I yes. bet you Embiid's following her too. Probably. I would bet money that Joel Embiid's following yeah. All right, here here it is. Uh, for here, Mad Dog Unleashed going ballistic and completely losing his mind about NFL defenses from today versus defenses oh, in the seventies and eighties. Oh, 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 this can oh, we hear that, please? Oh, do you want me to send it to you? Yeah, send send me the link. Please. Right. Come on, man. Where's eight one four? See, I'm working hard for this show. Eight one four. That's Meadville, Erie, yeah, Pennsylvania. Alabama. That's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, State College. He's calling me from State College. Hello. 
Oh, it's one of those. Would you like to speak to Barrett? Hello? He's out. Yeah. He's out. He got wind of you. He's out. Uh, he, he, knew, he knew that was a that was a fraud. They won't hang the phone up either. No. We'll <laughs> just sit here. I need no, a that call I had. That call I had was actually it was actually um Temple. Oh, oh yeah. I, I got the coaches meeting, yeah. What time is that? Wow. Oh, it's actually it 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 starts at 1250. Yeah, they do everything during our show. That's why right. I can never get down there and do anything <laughs> with them. It's it, yeah. I mean, come on, man. 1250. So yeah. All right, I just sent it to you time. All right. So why don't we do that? We'll take a break here and come back. We'll listen to this also. Lofty's gonna join us coming up. I'm sure he has a couple of angles here. Right? Yep. Be better. That's what he does. Yeah, let's do that. All right. He's an angle man. We're back in three. It's I love it. Now, here's another thing to think about for Monday Night Football. The mm-hmm. total has moved. It wiggled just a little bit. Just oh, a yeah? little bit of a wiggle. All right? To the under? Yeah. No, yeah. to the over. It oh. moved one up from 51 and a half to 52 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. We got to talk about that as well coming up. And there's one other play that you should be aware of in college football this weekend. Because I guess at some point we've got that Temple game. There's still no line on that Temple game, right? I didn't see Uh, one. Nova, uh, pardon me, Nova game. Penn State Nova? Yes. Yes. I didn't see one. All right. We'll get to that as well. All here in the middle. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the steaks and the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. 
Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. the audio there's no video for this no there's no video the, the, the mad dog thing yeah yeah i haven't listened to it but right, i'd is, like to hear it this is long yeah oh it is well, so it's about two minutes so i'll, I'll right. pause accordingly in color every game they ever played 50 years ago sharp as attack every game don't sit there and start ranking these quarterbacks because where's Drew Brees? You know, uh, don't do that. Brees would get destroyed by the 75 Steelers. Oh, my God. How about we send Brees and his Saints to Three Rivers on a cold day in December? On the t- What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Let's see if he survives it. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait a second. Why Breeze, though? Right? I don't know. Why is he picking on Drew yeah. Breeze? He's no longer playing. He's retired, yeah. yeah. Right. right. <laughs> survives it. He would get destroyed in that game. Oh, my God. And let's send, you know, (laughs) let's send Rodgers to Yankee. You know what? Let's send Rodgers to to the. He was going to say Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium for the old Giants. He was going to say to Paul. You send Rodgers to the Polo Grounds. (laughs) Oh, my God. Meadowlands in in 86 against that Giants defense and Rodgers to Yankee. You know what? Let's send Rodgers to the Meadowlands in, in 86 against that Giants defense in Belichick. If, 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 if in two playoff games, Montana could kick two field goals, how many points do you think Rodgers are scoring? It's a fair point. Yeah, well, I mean. How many points? Come on. <laughs> come on. Montana didn't throw the ball. That's football. That's football. That's football. That. I agree. There is a one lion defensive player in yesterday's game who would even make the 86 Giants. <laughs> 86. Wow. God, I got to sit there and preach. Because you guys don't know. I feel I'm surprising you. I got to sit there and preach. Giants, get, an 18 year old kid. I'll live with he that. He gets like, so upset, Aton, embarrassed. When these young guys and his producers are not aware of the history, he's that enrages him. He's talking about, I assume that's, but I thought Zimmerman doesn't work on that show anymore, right? I don't know. I thought it's uh, Colin Schmetting. Well, Colin was always running the board. Okay. And Bill was always the executive producer, but I thought Billy Z moved on and, and is doing other stuff there. Right. <laughs> Look at that. 
Walsh, Montana, and Jerry Rice came the the Meadowlands in back-to-back years in the postseason. Back-to-back years. Good weather. Kick two field goals. That's it. Two field goals. Montana, Rice, Walsh. That is all you need to freaking know. (laughs) I swear, man, for somebody who claims to be a historian of the game, why does he always skip over the rules that have allowed this to happen? Mm. Like if Montana were playing with the same rules or if YA Tittle was playing with the same rules, then their numbers would look better. Well, I, I don't think I don't think he's over. ripping Montana. He's he's, no, he's basically saying if, these other guys that their numbers are inflated. Yeah. Well, it's true. But it's not true because they suck. And that's Russo's point. Russo's point is that these guys can't hold a candle to the guys that were playing in the 80s because they're not as good. But the reality is, is that the rules have allowed everything to change. And I would maintain that. Look, Phil Sims is Phil Sims is throwing for 4,500 yards in today's game. Today's game. Yeah. That's what I'm saying yeah. like it's all relative, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Mel Blunt couldn't do what he did. He couldn't do what he pl- or play the way he plays now. I mean, he goes out there now. He'd be flagged every every other play. I know. It every was great. Other play be flagged. Hatem is surviving in this game here. It, right? was, it was great. I'm so <laughs> yeah. glad. I'm so lucky. I got to see it. Absolutely. And and I think that if if we look at this and understand that we're dealing really with the situation of circumstance more so than anything else. Like, this is probably the one sport where you could say the key difference in time outside. And look, guys are bigger, faster, stronger. I get that. But everything is relative in comparison. Mm -hmm. But this is probably the ones like how much how much have rules truly altered what a guy like what Ted Williams would be able to do? Well, I mean, the three point shot in the NBA was hardly a thing in the 80s. You know, I mean, you, yeah, Bird, you, they had they had the ability to shoot it. They just didn't. It wasn't a it wasn't the game. Now it's the game. If you don't right. shoot the three, you're basically persona non grata. Right. Larry Bird barely yeah. shot the three right. compared to what we see today. Only in the contest. <laughs> right. Exactly. Ben Simmons will be a great player back in the day. Because, Are you, know, you kidding me? Oh, man. Right. Pass, they pass like 50 times before they shoot. Now I want eight. I want eight passes before right. we take a shot. Right. Eight passes. He'd be having the three men weave up and down the floor led by Simmons. It'd be Simmons and Koozie. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's Simmons' problem. He's just ahead of his time. He's, he's in the wrong era. Yeah, he's, he's in, in the, the wrong, wrong era. era. He's all he's era, a, new era. Paul Silas. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Is there anything here at the end of this? I don't know. Now my wife's getting upset. Oh, he's at Gosh, home. It. That's why. Now I can't have dinner tonight. <laughs> He's at he, home. That's he does why. his shows from home. I must. Oh. I must believe he does at that mm. point. I, I guess I thought he went into the studio. Yeah. Well, if, if I made the kind of money he'd make, I'd have an all you know state of the art studio in my house too. Yeah, that's right. Now, is this? Uh, I just saw this here on the chat from one of our trusted sources. Mm. Antonio Brown out on COVID protocol. Is that right? Are you I shocked? Ertz is also right. Who? Yeah, Ertz is Ertz. too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need Zach Ertz to do anything here. I think this is a Rams win, to be honest with you. I'm surprised that it was a, it was a half a point when I got in. So it's I think the game of the week, man. 
it's changed too. Yeah, I think there is a lot. Oh man, the Rams, they couldn't even cover in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. League swings so much back and forth week to week. I don't know why anybody would use the week prior unless it was like bouncing back. Right. Yeah, the, the league changes week to week like like no other sport. I don't know. I feel like the Bucks are due for a little bit of a bump. And it's not going to come against the Raiders, no shotgun them, but you know, it's not going to come against a middle of the road team, even. It's going to come against a good football team. And this is a good football. The yep. Rams are a good football team. Yeah, they are. They, yes, the, they are. The Buccaneers have scored 30 plus points for nine straight games dating back to last year. So here's got hot. Yep. It, what do you do? And and Barrett, I'll I'll throw this at you first here. What do you do if you're looking at the tape? of tampa but you know that you can do one of two things like the rams could come into this and say we want ramsey to lock evans or or god we want lockdown mode we want to take everything away from tampa and force short stuff you know like take big stuff away or they could come into this game especially since they're at home and say hey you want a shootout i'll give you a shootout we got Cooper cup we got robert woods we got van We, we can hang we can hang with you Sony Michelle. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? I, I think Henderson's going to play through those rib injuries, right? Yeah, but I think Sony Michelle will probably get a little bit of run this week. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think at that point? Like, do you do you try and counter what Tampa has done offensively? Or do you take advantage of how bad Tampa's secondary first has been and defense at least human from what we saw last year? I think they're going to go up there and just try to outscore them. I mean, they got the quarterback to do it now. They're legit, bro. Yeah, they're they legit. are. You know what I'm saying? Matthew Stafford just took him over the took him over the over the hump, man. He's he's definitely a guy that can score with them play for play and defensively. There's no question that defense is that defense is even probably the best defense they're going to see throughout the year. They can do everything very very well. They can rush right. the passer. They can yep. cover on the backside. The linebackers run from sideline to sideline pretty good. Correct. So, <clears throat> I mean, what do you do? Aaron Donald is worth the price of admission to just watch himself. You know what I, I mean? Like, just isolate on what he does play to play. It's amazing. You know what? And you know who's – and Jalen Rams is the same way. Yeah. I found myself when I was watching the game breaking out tape, I was either watching it um, Donald play or I was watching Ramsey play. I didn't mm-hmm. see anybody else. I was right. just watching those two guys and focused on those two guys. I mean, Ramsey is so physical and such a good player, man. That you watch him, he totally takes whoever he's covering out of the game. Mm-hmm. Totally out of the game. Wherever he's at, he's wreaking havoc right there. I mean, they tried to run a bubble screen over to his side. He ran through the blocker, just ran through him like he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It's like he didn't even see him. He just ran straight through him, picked up the wide receiver, and dumped him on his head. And then yelled, I got your back. (laughs) Right right after right after he right after he dumped him. I got your back. (laughs) Who got my back? (laughs) Oh man, that's great. When's uh Lofty coming in? Uh I want to make sure that he got it. The The link? uh, Yeah, the link. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Let me make sure. Um Adam Schefter reporting that um Tua has fractured ribs and is out on Sunday. So that looks like the Raiders, they're going to see Jacoby Brissett. 
Uh, it's tough it, spot it, for Jacoby Brissett coming in last week, man. They didn't, yeah. they, man, they, they no, got shut out. This line was five and a half. There was a legit scare about whether or not Tua would play. And then I saw it drop to three and a half. Hmm. So I, I have no idea what the hell is going on with that, right? What do yeah. you see that now? Um, I mean, I'm on the college. Damn it. Oh, come on. Yeah, sorry. It's a bad job. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Las Vegas at home is a four, four and a half point favorite. That's Except so on FanDuel, it's at three and a half. What what am I missing here that I get in the look ahead line? I get in at minus five and a half under six. Right. I'm expecting Tua to be ruled out so that it moves up to six, six and a half, maybe even seven at right. that. Right. And it moved the other way. It moved the other way. Because they don't really have a backup quarterback. I mean, Reed Senate is their backup quarterback and he's on the practice squad. So they got to activate him before they even go into the game. No, but you'd I think am. that Vegas would be a bigger favorite. Right, right. And they've gone the other way. It, it, yeah, the line, Barrett, moved in favor of Miami. Yeah. Oh, what? Yep. Why? Well, technically, it, it moved in favor of it moved in favor of Vegas, uh-huh. but it should have moved in favor of Miami, is my point. It moved in favor of Vegas anti the people who bet early Vegas. I know that's a lot, but that's all I'm saying is it just it seems it just seemed mm. weird to me. Loff is just wrapping up, so he's going to be with us in a minute. It just seemed kind of bizarre, a little bit of bizarre, maybe. I might take Miami in that game. With Jacob East or um, Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Hmm. On the road? Yep. Wow. Yep. Vegas a little full of themselves right now. You think so? Yeah. Rolling, <laughs> yeah. Rolling on everybody. Yeah. Miami. They were, they were rolling thick on, on, the sun's, on the strip after they got back from the, the flight to Pittsburgh. Miami just got pounded into the ground last mm-hmm. Yep. They didn't even score a point with Jacoby. Right. Not Jacoby and Myers, but. No. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, the line should be higher, and it's not. I'm taking Miami. It's Lock it in. Yeah. Well, look, Sharps aren't always right, just so you know. Sometimes the public. I, I don't even know who's moving this line, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. even the money is counter to the line movement. Did uh, PGF have one of his proxies come in to, uh, to one of the windows and drop yeah. off some cash? I'm not Seriously. sure. Dolphins, Raiders, all of the money. This thing opened up. It, it, yeah, ridiculous. As soon as the news with Tua came out, because the look-ahead line opened up before the game, so the look-ahead line was Vegas plus one. And then as soon as Tua goes down, et cetera, et cetera, I mean – there's yeah. no money. Wow. Nobody is betting. Here, here's why. 17. Now, this is only 7,500 tickets. So the market is not big by any means. Give it time. And a couple of big bets could easily sway this. But 17% of the bets are on the Dolphins spread. And that makes up more than half of the money. Mm. So somebody. All of these little. You know what screwed me is all these little public scared money bets. Hmm. All these little like, oh, I'll, I'll throw 10 bucks on the Raiders. Just just keep your money at that point. All right. <laughs> keep it because 83 percent of the bets are making up less than half of the money. 
which means that there are so many of these small money tickets out there mm. that have saturated the market. Unbelievable. Now, Jalen and Jacoby doesn't make Jacoby and Myers. No. I'd go, I'd go Jacoby and Myers over Jalen and Jacoby. Yeah, Jalen and Jacoby doesn't make the the top, you know, any kind of <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Not of Jacoby's. No. I could pretty no. much promise Joe you Joe Jacoby. Is that his name? Joe no. Jacoby from the Washington no, football team. Yeah. yeah. The Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was back in the day with the Redskins. Yeah. The, not the original Hogs. Exactly. That's where right. the Hogs come from. Yeah. That's a oh, tall that, dude, man. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. The old. That's that's Russo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's know? right. Just, original Hogs. Yes. Think about that. Like, who would it be now? Right. Joe Jacoby going up against, uh, yeah, Fletcher Cox. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You'll put Fletcher Cox in the middle of December up there against Joe Jacoby at RFK. Then Kobe. Flatten. Then talk to me. Oh, my goodness. Now my wife's upset with me. Yeah, right. right. (laughs) That's a man who is not used to doing his radio show at home. Yeah, yeah. Because. He should talk to you. Yeah, my, should consult my, you. It's just a daily occurrence of getting upset. Yeah, like she's she's concerned with the baby down here a right. lot because of my volume and right. how sensitive his eardrums could be to it. Mm-hmm. The kid doesn't seem to mind it though. Nah, nothing phases this kid, man. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Nothing phases him. I'm jealous of that life. Yeah. <laughs> no, no concerns in the world, man. I'm telling Will you. he be one of these kids when he gets a little bit older to be walking around with the head with like the noise canceling headphones on? I tell you, in the house, probably in the house. He wears them in the house. Like he's, you see them when they bring young kids to like a stadium, like an, a domed stadium. They put those things on. Your yeah. kid will be wearing it in the house. Absolutely, <laughs> and it'll be sanctioned and given out by my wife. Yeah, right here you go. This is for your own good. Right, you get, you get a little sponsor, like a little tag, like you know, on and put it on the headphone, and then when you put him in your arms to do your shows, oh, good, you point. know, maybe I can reach out to Beats or something, get right? There are cans, like Gary Player's son, you know, just like yeah, thrust. Exactly. <laughs> oh no, my kid's all about. He's going to be randomly popping in the video when he's old enough, just with a sign that says "Buy these meat," right. whatever it is. Right there, you go. There you go, well, Dad. On his onesie, he'll on his, have, exactly. he'll have, he'll have advertising. Oh man, why didn't we think of this? Oh. This is genius, bro. You're horrible, man. I, I, see, I can see your kid now. I can see Teddy Dog, seven years old. Yeah, in the back of the classroom with a bunch of his friends, you know, screaming. You know, what about Havlicek? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just heard everything oh that you said. You know? right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Eight miles. Yeah. <laughs> let him see him. Let me see him play in the garden in June in the playoffs with no right. air conditioning. Well, that's and that's what it would be. I mean, he'd be using stuff we talk about, like right. right. That's what I'm saying. I can stand up against LeBron James. <laughs> and then at the end, he hits it with a ah da da ah da da. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna learn all of those. Oh yeah. That's He's going to have them all out there. Ah, da, da. He'll, he'll probably <laughs> drop that on the day to day. Teddy, we told you. Da, da. I mean, I, I guarantee you, it's it's not going to be long before. Yeah. I realize just how smarter this kid is than me. So I'm sure he's going to have plenty of ah, da, da's like that. Ah, da, da. I told you. Got to hit that button. 
Ah, da, da. That, uh, <laughs> that Eagles line, three and a half and four. Yeah, I'm not touching that line. Hmm. Why is that? Why? Why not? Four. Four is an ugly number. Four is a very difficult. Like four can be anything from three to ten. Hmm. Like four is four is a very odd number. Not in this in its truest sense. I know it's an even number, but it's a weird number to rely on. And so like so that's like a seven point favor. You would say. Yeah, because here's, well, here's the thing: three, seven, ten, right? But we also have variables of those numbers, right? Six, for example, mm-hmm. become one because of two field goals or missed extra point. Eight yep. is another one with two point conversions or missed two point conversions for six. Correct, absolutely. Yeah. Or nine, for example, where you can get three field goals or a missed extra point and whatever it may be combination. Four is just a difficult number. That's all. Now, the, the one area where it does come in a lot is that 17-13, or is that, you know, you're down three, and then you score a touchdown to go right. ahead. So it's not an, an uncommon number, but it's a tough variable for me. I, I don't like fours. That's just my mm. personal thing. I don't have a ton of data here or anything like that. But if I see four, but here's the thing. If I know it's four and it drops to three and a half, I would be more inclined to taking a team laying the three and a half at home, of course. Yeah. Then if I saw a line at three and then move to three and a half where I'd stay away from the hook. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. I still think this is a shootout. My my play has been the total. 52 yep. now. Yep. I got it at 51 and a half. I thought it might move a little north. 52 and a half. It jumped back down or dropped to 52. I don't know, man. I, I think... This is a game, especially after last week, the 49ers took advantage of the Eagles and the Eagles took advantage of their own ignorance, not knowing, you know, and I mean that in in not a negative sense, but in a textbook definition sense of you don't know what you don't know until you know it. That's a Barrettism with a little bit of a shander at the end, by the way. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know until you know it. But what do you think? What do you think Dallas's main thrust is on the game plan? Rushing? Or passing I still early. Think these idiots are going to run. Yeah, I don't understand it. I know they're going to. They're going to. They're going to. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to. Um, they're going to run the rock, man. I mean, I, they just are. Consider the fact, you know, most of the receivers are gone right now. Well, only Gallup. Yeah, but after that, you know, they don't have anybody really that uh, you know, that you would say is a, a deep threat or a threat. Period. And Cooper, Amari Cooper. Yeah, but he's questionable. He's right? going to play. Is he playing? I I would think he's going to play, but do we ignore the fact that he's got a tag next to him? Right. I thought um, he was still questionable, right? Here's the thing yeah, about he's nursing playing. bruised ribs. He's going to play. Yeah, he's play. He'll play. He'll play. Yeah. Bruised ribs. Bruised but but ribs. after after Amari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, and Ceedee Lamb. Are the next guys play like well, Noah Brown? Noah Pepper. Brown is a guy we got to watch also because last year, and some you know he came in and spelled a little bit. They like him a lot, man. Yeah, he's a big receiver too. That's a good point. I, I don't know how that would play out. Yeah, he's six two, two twenty two. Hmm. Look, I think if you if you're trying to find an angle here. The one that I would be most concerned about would be if they try and pepper somebody, right? Mm. Like 
make Darius Slay cover a guy who's going to be targeted 16, 17 times and play the averages that the game is just going to favor you, mm-hmm. that the calls are going to favor you right. on Amari Cooper more like that. That would be, I guess, my point of attack here. If I were Mike McCarthy, I'm like, all right, everybody knows I have these two running backs. So I would do that. Let me see if I can just start peppering a dude. Well, you know what? I'd like to take that with Cooper, take that with Lamb, and force Nelson or Slay to make plays 17, 18 times in a game. Well, I know CeeDee Lamb. They're going to try to bracket CeeDee Lamb more so than they're going to bracket Mara Cooper. So if anybody's going to be, uh, they're going to um, they're going to try to uh, man up, Slay with, it'll probably be Amari Cooper. Because wherever CeeDee Lamb is, that's where the ball goes, and they're going to try to bracket him as much as they can. High, low him, do something. Right. Keep the ball out of his name. He's more of a dynamic player right now than uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is that consistent guy that's going to move the chains. So I believe they can go one-on-one with him. But C.D. Lamb, no. Now, you talk about timing. We have to take a quick break. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We could, we could <laughs> What's up, brother? Right, my other show right oh, late, What's the man. deal, babe? What's going no, on, man? What's going on, fellas? Lofty is in the house at Lofty underscore D, of course. See him, read him, everything, all things at Awesomeo, and I know you, you, you're busy as hell. But an idea Happy to be here. Well, thank you, brother, and we always love popping in because you, you see the teams that we all root for, all four of us root for, in a similar fashion as us and, and the chat. So it's nice to have like minds on this show. But uh, let me start here because you are a couple of months ahead of me with your no longer newborn daughter, now an infant daughter, right? As far as her age is concerned? One of the two, yeah. Right. I think that there's a a crossover. There is, there is. She's six, almost seven, almost seven months now. Okay. Mm. So you are dealing with a seven-month-old daughter. I, today, am dealing with a three-month-old son. And there was a, a fantastic idea that I think we can capitalize on if we're doing shows wherever that we do shows, and you and I both do shows in some cases together on Awesomeo, and that's branding our children and finding a way to put... Pimping your children is basically what it is. Like you're telling me I couldn't put (laughs) up my kid on a prize picks onesie or something along those lines? Right. Okay, okay, so hold on. You're not talking about like a a brand, right? No, no, no. Okay, that would hurt. That would like hurt. Boxing I'm not for that, Like boxing, boxing trunks. That's you know what I'm saying. He's trying to box. Yeah, okay, gotcha. his, diaper, his diaper has you know golden nugget on it. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and exactly. Even, it even came up to put him in the noise canceling headphones and have him on the side so that you could see a logo right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Was Harry's idea, and somebody in the chat said a onesie. I mean, look, you have pride, whatever it may be. Right. I'm all about it. I, I think it's a great idea. Get a, an awesome hat or a shirt or something. You could even yeah. have a have a, a sponsored binky yeah. in their mouth with That's like a, great a, a logo on it. Now, what's the legalities of this? Can I pocket the money or do I need to legally set up some fund for the kid That's and it goes to him? That's children's slave labor, man. I'm just you know, <laughs> oh. Welcome yeah. to all, all that money you get from other babies seeing that shit yeah. and being like, man, I got to play a prize. Yeah. Pick. That's okay. <laughs> N- Nike's okay with that, Aton, or uh, Barrett. Yes. Yeah. Aton's <laughs> got the Nike swoosh on it. He's okay with that. There we go. There we yeah. go. That's fine, too. I just need to make sure that I don't need to give any money back. Right. The right. IRS isn't going to come for me, or my kid's not going to divorce me hey, in, what's five, that? in 10 years, right? What's that? Oops, I did it again, girl. What's her name? Britney Spears. Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. You're gonna be yeah. like Britney Spears pops. 
take control of all <laughs> Teddy's money. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. That's great. So just something to think about. That's all. Because yeah. I, I, I am now working hard. And you're right. It, it couldn't be prize picks because I don't know how many 12 months or 14 month olds are eligible. But we, we could do something like we could appeal to the parents. I'm sure there are people out there in the chat right now who are watching the show web kids and they're thinking, hmm, you know, I was using these one diapers, but that diaper looks really comfortable on that guy's kid right there. Mm -hmm. I, I might try that diaper. I might try the huggies. Okay. Got to be visible, though, right? Well, that's the yeah. trade. -off. Yeah, I mean, I, I the trade off is that I'm I'm having a child up and holding this child in front yeah. of yeah. You're up. like over the shoulder, like gotcha. you know, doing a little burping thing, and on the on the rear end of the of the gotcha. diaper is a big gotcha. advertisement. That's yeah, probably. I just meant like usually you have pants on. Mm. Yeah, well, Aton has pants on. The kid does. Aton does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't assume anything over here. Please. That that would be a major failure to assume. Uh, okay. I have a seat that slides like Collinsworth, so I could slide out a camera shot and then get up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I learned the hard way one time doing a show with Harry when I got up in front of the stream with, mm -hmm. without properly making myself visible, like preparing myself or maybe preparing the world yeah myself. That's all. <laughs> all right that's probably a better way to put it so we got some news coming out here uh we'll talk about this bounce around a little bit but we also want to get your thoughts on as we were just talking about it, this monday night game here and looking at it really from all over if it's um dfs to betting to just generally rooting interest on the team what's your gut tell you as far as just the game like don't even think about it what's your gut tell you about monday night uh, as an eternal pessimist, nothing good. You're but, a Philadelphia fan. We expect nothing less. Yeah, that's kind of how we do things around here, right? Except you always get the radio callers that are like, you know, they do the the point. And I get why we do it. Okay. So I'm not hating on anyone that does it, but the pointless exercise of going through the schedule and being like, win, loss, win, win. And like, I see them going 15 and two. And we all <laughs> know how ridiculous that is. <laughs> but look, it should be a competitive game. What I want to here's the problem I have after you guys probably agree with me on this. After two weeks, there, there's very little that we actually know about this league. There's so much parity in it. Yeah. It's such a small sample size from season to season. So we know that Kansas City's offense is really good. We know that the Arizona offense is good. We know that the Jags and the Jets are awful again. Um, but what about the Eagles? Like, was their win in week one more of an indictment on Atlanta yeah. than it was? Uh, praise towards the Eagles. And what about week two? While our offense was awful, we still held a good San Francisco offense to 17 points. Uh, and outside of that one long, like 90 plus yard sustained drive that they had, they couldn't get much going. So they, the they had two, they had two big long drives. Oh, that's you're right. One in the yeah. second. Yeah. One was like nine minutes long. You're and right. the other you're one right. went 90 some yards too, but yeah. But like, is the Eagles defense actually better than we expected? And is the offense not as good as we thought they were in week one? I have so many questions about this team and I have equal amount of questions about the Cowboys. So this isn't one that I have a strong lean on either way. Yeah. I know that's not the answer you want. No, it's definitely, I, I think it's a representation of how a lot of people feel where you kind of need, and it, it's counter to who we are, not only as Philadelphia sports fans, but just as people, right? It's just a population to have to wait for something. Like we don't have enough data yet. We don't, we don't right. have, we have two games. Right. And I think we need a third game to Lafayette's point, to truly get an idea of the DNA of this football team. Yeah, it's fair. probably not going to be one or the other extreme. Like, we, I, I will give you that. We probably won't see Jalen Rager 
kill an X play or Quez Watkins go 91 yards and not score. Like we won't see them put up 50 or so like it felt like against the Falcons Dallas Monday night. So yeah, I, but the beauty of it is that nobody knows what that middle ground is. Nobody, not even Barrett, who has watched every single second of tape 10 times over can tell us what this team could be Monday night. There lies the problem because I can't tell and I don't know <laughs> what type of offense they're running right now, man. Right. I've watched both games over and over again, trying to get a, a sense of what they do best, what they don't do good. I mean, it's still up in the air, but you don't get a, you don't get a real NFL team's identity until the after the fourth game. I'll know more right. in the fourth game. But after the fourth game, you know what you do best. You're going to run those plays regardless of they didn't know what you're doing it or not. You know what you, you can hang your hat on, defensively, yeah. offensive, and special teams. What I do know is Dallas's defense has given up about 800 yards through the air in two games. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. They got you know. a lot of new starters, but I'm not sure they've gelled yet or if mm -hmm. they're going to. Where, where are you guys at on, on Jonathan Gannon and on Nick Sirianni? Because it feels like Gannon and, and Barrett and Harry and Aton, you guys could probably answer this, like, Feels like Gannon has actually in week one made some great defensive adjustments, mm -hmm. and I was pretty impressed with that. And then week two, you know, it kind of fell flat. And then Sirianni looked like he forgot how to play calls in the second half of week two. So where are you guys at on them to start the season? Uh, with me, I still think that they're um, they're still trying to see what their players do best, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I, what I've seen from him is he's run several different um, schemes trying to figure out what's what's best for situational football for them. Um, I know on first down, rundowns, they like to cover the both guards in the center hmm. uh, in a bare front, or we call it Navajo, or, or you know, I mean, it's like a run-stopping front, and they like to put Avery, Gennard Avery, as a rush-in slash linebacker type of player. So they could stop the run with that, but then they're kind of vulnerable against the pass. So now you're putting a guy who's not really – Ben, I thought he's going to be a better cover linebacker than he is, and Eric Wilson in a in a in a position where now he has to cover a tight end or a running back out of the backfield. I haven't seen him be the player that I thought he was going to be coming from Minnesota. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, but I think he's adjusting to what he needs to do. I thought he fell short on third down because it, you know, he had a lot of instances where it's like almost like a picket fence defense, and I I hate that with a passion. But then he goes and he runs man and, and you know, he makes some things happen. So I'm still trying to see what they're doing. But Gannon, you know, I I can see him being a multi-front guy. And, you know, he's not – I think he needed to blitz a little more this last game. But, you know, he's shown me a little something. I, I, I like him. As far as Sirianni goes, I think he's, you know, still trying to figure out exactly what his quarterback, you know, can do. And he looks at the defense that he's going up against week to week, and he's had two different, two totally different opponents. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was like, look, I don't need to go deep against the Falcons. I know I can nickel and dime my way through through that team, but with San Francisco being down those two cornerbacks, he was like, I'm going to take some shots and see what happens. And you know, some of them paid off. You know, some of them didn't. But I think he's kind of a week to week. What am I up against, guy? How you know, which is. I, I like that that way. It's not just like this is our offense. This is what we run. It's like what can I, how can I take advantage of my opponent this week? I'd say the biggest difference for me is John. I know every single day coming into the Novacare Center, I can trust that Jonathan Gannon isn't going to wear some ridiculous T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing that I can do. I, I mean, like that. 
I mean, it was it was so early. It was just way like, yo, you won a game. Great. We're all there for you. But you got to slow down on the T-shirts and all of that. I don't care about the dog mentality and you guys pumping yourselves up. You want to ramp up the Drake and practice everything like I'm, I'm good with all of it, except when it becomes like this marketing thing and just trying to ramp up. And, and the best thing that that happened in all of this, where people thought I was a maniac and an idiot, and I guess just all those beliefs were, were true after me throwing a fit about this shit on Friday was that he ran the Philly special. Yeah. He ran the Philly, spe- which was the physical embodiment of walking into game day with a picture on his shirt of Nick Foles going over to Doug and asking you want Philly, Philly. I know. Yeah. Doug didn't run Philly special. Nick ran the Philly. Special. Right. We all know that if my boss started wearing a t-shirt of me, man, you start running rough shot over that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Your boss is the number one DFS player in the world. Wouldn't that be like a, a pretty good vote of confidence if he's wearing you on a shirt? Yeah. Tom's mostly my boss, but yeah, okay. I know. You, I, I know what you mean. I'm just saying like, it's if you're the, scary. I don't know you guys, if you're, you're the quarterback and your, your, your boss, one of them comes in and has a shirt of you, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm the man. I mean, it seems like Jalen Hurts is, is pretty mature and everything, but yes, and I, I thought it was an odd move. It just it, the it's it's not a big deal until he runs the Philly special. <laughs> the pandering isn't a big deal, right? Until he starts pandering on the field, and then it was right. like, whoa, 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 whoa. But you know, look, I I think to answer the question seriously, the one constant seems to be. The defense, really, right? The defense was the one, like the 49ers, we talked about this last week, or really earlier this week, sorry, Luffy, on Monday, about how the belief was more that the Philadelphia Eagles lost offense lost that game more so than than anything else. But what I would say is for two straight weeks, the Eagles defense has played the most consistent across the board. And I think Hargrave's been great. Hargraves and and right up right to Gannon. Now, yeah, I don't yeah. know what happens with Brandon Graham. Yeah, without Brandon here. Graham. I feel like the red zone offense lost that game, right? If you were to make it a little yeah, bit short yardage, red zone, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, look, you take away that Quez pass. Yeah. But somebody mentioned in chat just a minute ago, like, they did move. There were times where they were moving the football. Absolutely. They just couldn't punch it in. And I don't know. It's weird. You've got a mobile run, a mobile quarterback that – they, they can do a, a lot of the, many things that other quarterbacks, specifically Wentz, whose red zone struggles were. I mean, Wentz threw yeah. a shovel pass for an interception oh at the God. goal line the other day. I, I feel like you got to be with his play. left hand. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it Aaron <laughs> Donald? Yeah. Was it Donald that picked it off? Oh, God. Yeah. That, that ball was nowhere near a Colts player. It was. It was near his center's back. Oh, <laughs> I meant I should have said receiver. I yeah. apologize. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my goodness. Can you hang for a minute? We just, we're, we're a little late on a break. Yeah, I got a few a minutes. Break? Go ahead. All right, cool. We'll be right back. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. You can see Lofty. He is a veteran here of the shows already working the chat a couple of minutes into the program. He's going to hang with us at Lofty underscore D on Twitter. We're back in three on the middle. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spot on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the steaks and the steak. Go for him. Go for her. 
go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Here we go back here. I don't know why that it's not no music. Well, it, it's frozen for me. I don't know why ah. it's frozen for you. No, no. We should uh, we should play this audio for Lofty before he gets out of here. Which one? Well, uh, the only audio we played today. Well, we played uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Although oh, yeah, it was very right. low. That's right. I the audio was low. Did you hear this Russo explosion? May now. Dog Russo explosion on uh you know his his whole thing is nothing is good today. Right. <laughs> he is the anti-social media, right? Yes. Social media is like, oh my god, I can't believe that the the 50th remake of Spider-Man came out. It's the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Right. It's like, well, well I didn't, it was okay. No, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a, <laughs> you're a hater, you're all these other things, right? Meanwhile, Russo is like Nothing will ever compare to the original Superman, no matter what, no matter what happens. It's like the complete opposite. So we had some fun with this earlier. Big color. Every game they ever played. 50 years ago. Sharpers attack. Every game. Don't sit there and start ranking these quarterbacks. Because where's Drew Brees? You know, uh, don't do that. Brees was destroyed by the 75 Steelers. Oh, my God. How about we send Breeze and his Saints to Three Rivers on a cold day in December on the turf? Let's see if he survives it. What, are you kidding me? Oh survives it? He would get destroyed in that game. Oh, my God. 
and let's send, you know, say, let's send Rogers to Yank to, you know what? Let's send Rogers to the Meadowlands in, in 86 against that Giants defense in Belichick. If, 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 if in two playoff games, Montana could kick two field goals, how many points do you think Rogers are scoring? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Barrett played at Three Rivers, so he, he could attest right. and how cold it is. Played at the vet, too. The vet was Same the worst thing. place ever. Yeah. My first is it as bad as they say? It was worse. It was worse. <laughs> it was worse. Well, you man. played in Green Bay. You played at Green Pittsburgh. Bay. They should outlaw games played in December. You should not be able to play in Green Bay in December. What or was Chicago. the worst? Like, what was the most miserable for the player? Green Bay, just the cold in Green Bay. Like the yeah. vet, though. The vet, you had to deal with turf. I mean, you could get killed on that thing. Yeah, you might have wild, wild cats and rats, you know, come up and eat your sneakers while you're out there playing. Man, it was it was bad either <laughs> way you go, man. But you know, I mean, you could you could definitely feel uh, a sense when you when you played in Veterans Stadium, man. You, you know, because you are you already knew it wasn't just it wasn't just the players you were playing against. You were you were really playing against the fans. Um, I think forty. I mean, not the forty nine ers, but um, the Raiders were the same way. Uh, one of the fan base was. Like that, uh, Cleveland. Although they were awful, yeah. But Cleveland when they're good, throw bottles at you. Yeah, <laughs> they throw bottles at you. Well, they Den- Denver, it's pretty tough too, and it was back. Well, you in the just day. couldn't breathe, man. Yeah. That's all it was. Denver, you couldn't breathe, man. Like you go out there, is you couldn't get your breath. You wouldn't. You couldn't catch your breath at all, man. It was that bad as far as you trying to get a get you know get some um some some air in your lungs, man. Because you get the air you're getting. Has no oxygen in it, man. It's just, mm-hmm. It was it was horrible place, man. But you, what about you don't Arrowhead? Think... Arrowhead was so loud. damn loud. loud yeah. I figure it's real loud there. Yeah. Oh man, like at the end when they say "in the home of the," instead of say "brave," they say "cheese," and yeah. it would rumble, bro. You could feel it rumble in your chest. That's Uh-oh. wild. Yeah, man. You sure? Uh, yeah. Wow. That's that's got to be the oldest stadium in the NFL. And oh, no question. Yeah, because yeah, that was like yeah. 1971, I want to say. 71 or 72 that was opened. The second loudest place was was Minnesota. Hank you know who had the best atmosphere, though? The best atmosphere to see, um, you know, just, just the beginning. Whenever you go play Ray Lewis and the Ravens there. Yeah. And he used to do that Baltimore. dance, the squirrel. Everything would stop. Right. Like, we, we, we'd, be have, we'd, we'd be out there running plays. When he comes out. Everybody stop and turn around and watch him do this and how electric it was when he's doing that dance, yeah. man. And then he stops and when he stops and he's like yelling, ah, bruh, everybody watched that. Even the coaches were watching it. They're like <laughs> moving each other out the way trying to see Ray do this little dance, right. man. Unbelievable experience. Yeah, I guess, I guess I saw that live. I went to a Ravens game once. That, it, it, was, hype, it was pretty wild, man. I got I to admit. feel that from his grandfather, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now they have that virtual Raven that looks like it's going to come down and kill someone. Have you seen that virtual reality? Oh, yeah. Oh. Looks real. Oh, you, did you see that? No, did you see really? that? Really? Oh, wait a second. The Panther I people in the that. stadium ducking and stuff. Yeah, they, they, they release it, right? Like from up top? Yeah, well, but it's it's not, it's virtual. It's got to be, I don't know, Barry, you saw it. It looks like yeah. it's a hundred foot wingspan thing flying right, around right. the stadium. And, oh. you know, also, uh, Carolina has the Panther. Crazy. Just look it up, man. Look at the, look it up. You'll be like, one. man, look at that. Crazy. Is, is there any stadium left that just doesn't do anything? 
It's just like, hey, man, you know, we got a couple of fireworks. Just get get excited and then just kicks off. Yeah. Um, Us? Link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, we, we used to have. Big, we don't have shit, man. Yeah, we, oh, we, we used to have big dogs. over, though. Oh, the flyover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll give they you They get close, too, man. Yeah. yeah. They get wow. kind of close. You can feel it. You can feel that when they fly over. I'm surprised yeah. that that hasn't been canceled. You know, that's such a waste of yeah. public money to have these uh, F-16s yeah. fly over the stadium. We can't promote the vi- the military anymore. Right. Uh, that's yeah. probably part of the contract, I think. Right. Right? Uh, with the NFL, uh, period. Well, how, yeah. Yeah. How many yeah. other stadiums do the flyover? I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Clearly a dome isn't. I'm just curious. You don't want speaking of dome, you all saw what happened with New Orleans. Right? The roof's what? on fire. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, the no. roof was on fire the other day. I think this what? was yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a forest fire of capacity, but there was smoke coming and something was burning on the top of the roof. Wow. No, it wasn't somebody sneaking out to light one up, Harry. Stadium's oh, that's- cursed. Yeah, seriously. I just that's city, man. Oh my God. You're right. Here, I'm looking at it now. You see one it, right? Entry. Yeah. All right. What's your uh what's your go-to cash stack this week, Lofi, in DFS? I don't you don't need to stack for cash, bro. no. No, you really. I mean, if you want to have like a quarterback and a wide receiver, sure. But it's really whatever the the be, the most optimal lineup is. But for tournaments, if you're talking about the best stack, it's always the Chiefs. They're just so tough to get to. Um, I like the Chargers on the other side. Yeah, if you're over I there love DraftKings. Get good prices. Mike Williams has been a stud. Mm-hmm. And this guy is crushing. He's leading the team in targets, receptions. He's the only guy to catch a touchdown pass. He's got two for the Chargers this year. You got Jared Cook, who's actually getting. Decent amount of opportunities. And then Austin and Eckler. I, yeah. like, I like that Chargers offense, even though they've kind of struggled through the first two weeks. Uh, Herbert played really well against Mahomes in back-to-back games last year as a rookie. He threw a couple of picks last week. Yeah, oh, yeah he didn't no. look great. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why they didn't take more chances. It, it, both teams, I thought, would throw mm. the football a lot more, even though they did move the ball in the air. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm know. sorry. I got a dip, all right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry about it. Yeah, I hate to do it to you, but... No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You guys no, are my guys. Yeah, right. Hey, bro, yeah. don't believe this. Don't believe these two, man. Don't believe <laughs> half of what they say, all right? Yeah. You've been with us long enough to know you're full of shit when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fellas. Good right. talking to you, Barrett. Lofty, we... man, that's hilarious. I, I was just saying that because Barrett has to jet. He's got the Temple game this weekend. Yeah, oh, so nice. he's, he's got a conference call, I think, with uh, one of the coaching staffs. We were trying to angle any betting information we could get from that mm. and then turn around and put it on Temple. We don't see a line, though, on it. No, we don't see yeah. a line on that or Penn State. How's Penn Temple State doing Nova. this year? Uh, not not well. I went to Temple. I couldn't tell you one player on that team. No? That's oh, I didn't know you went to Temple. Wow. Yeah. I news. hate to do it to you. That's news to the show. Harry's a Temple guy, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. 1989. How about that? Yeah. 89. Okay. Back when the basketball program was king. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, did you see this? Speaking of basketball, yeah. on ESPN's website, they just posted a story that's uh, entitled Doc Rivers hoping to convince Ben Simmons to stay. Stop. Don't try too hard, Doc. <laughs> Stop. Like, what, what is going on here? Seriously. <laughs> I knew you'd love it. Nobody is, is convincing anybody to do anything but just part ways. <laughs> is Bryce Harper the anti-Ben Simmons? You know, 
I think he is because I thought I thought that this year, because like before the whole MVP stuff really took up, I thought that this was going to be a year in which people turned on him because the RBI were low, because the team wasn't performing well, because of the contract. And I don't know, man, I, he's bulletproof. Yeah. The year that this guy has right now, I think he's bulletproof. It would take a bunch of years of shitty baseball, yeah. I think, for people to turn on him. But it's not even just that, right? I mean, the guy's passion and love for the yeah. game in Philadelphia is second to none. Did you see him slide home yesterday on that Real Mito? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd have thought he won the World Series. Go ahead. Well, let me, let me ask uh, Aton that, though, because he hates pandering. And that could be could have been considered pandering back when he was doing it. Did you consider that a time with with Harper? What taking the, the helmet falling off? No, he'd wear the t-shirt with the oh, fanatic yeah, on, you know, all that kind of stuff absolutely. that he was doing. Yeah. But here's the thing. We talked about a guy coming to town who was an MVP. Like we talked about an MVP player coming to town with a resume. Mm -hmm. Pandering to us. My biggest issue on the pandering was Sirianni and and to a lesser extent. Okay, so he had a resume, but 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 the team didn't do win, something. The team won the World Series after he left. I, oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that I, I totally understand that. Yeah. But my point being is that I feel like if you come to town as somebody new in that situation of so much expectation with all of this money, then you're a fool. For not pandering mm, to him. Okay. All right. I see. So if Sirianni had been the OC for the Super Bowl champion Indianapolis Colts, let's just say, would that have been enough of a resume to? Uh, I think I think a head coach. Okay. I All think right. a head coach. I don't know see where you draw the line. Where do you stand on the T-shirt pandering <laughs> with Nick Sirianni? This is an important topic on this show. He's going to wear a Dallas sucks T-shirt on <laughs> Friday, I think. Right. What would be that? What would be the next level of pander? I still think the Philly special on the field was preemptive so that he could wear whatever he wants now, and it will never be as bad as that. I think it's odd, the, like the Jalen Hurts shirt. Where I, mm -hmm. I, I'm not big on it. To be who was the who was the coach that said something? I think it was, it was an Eagles coach. It might have been Schwartz. One of them. Maybe it was a player that said something about you know. Oh, it was a player. Like okay. they were coming out to face the Cowboys and he said something to the extent of like, Hey, these guys suck. We should smoke them. And then they came in and, and bent us over. This was just a oh, year or two. Yeah, ago. You know what I'm talking right. about, right? And that's everyone was right. furious with him. Oh man. Boy, I forgot right. who that was already. You have to, you, but you remember that. right? I, I remember it specifically. Right. Yeah. I don't it, even know how to Google that. Yeah. And it was a guy that wasn't even a good player. That said no, that. no, you're right. It, it was totally like a, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. So, real quick, um, as we wind down here, and we appreciate you rolling with us, we're, we're going to break right. in a minute or two. So if, if you got to go, you um, totally cool. We're going to break it again in like two minutes. But here's what I would ask is, and this is kind of back to the beginning of where we were on this whole thing with Dallas. How, like, what is Dallas week? What is Dallas? What, what does this rivalry even mean this year? Because I feel like so much of, was it Zach? No, Kamu? Was it Kamu? Kamu Grugier Hill? I don't think it was. But point being is that this season is based on unknown and uncertainty and trying to let Jalen Hurts, like, work himself into the starting quarterback position and seeing if Sirianni can do all these things, right? 
So is there still so much pressure on you better beat Dallas and only beat are, are we Michigan now where the only thing that matters is beating Ohio State? So if we go 11 and 6 and two of our six losses are to Dallas, <laughs> I don't care. What about the other way though? You go what 6 and go, 11. Yeah. yeah. Or 5 no. and 12 and the no, I, and two of the five wins are Dallas. I mean, at six and eleven, you could sneak into the playoffs in this division. So it's not the craziest thing, but fair enough. But no, I, I mean, do I what do I love beating Dallas? Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to beat Dallas. Uh, nothing would please me more. But in, in the end run, it doesn't matter. If, if you don't get into the playoffs and you beat Dallas twice, what do I care? If you beat if you lose to Dallas twice and you make it into the playoffs, I just want to make the playoffs, man. That's all I care about. Yeah. It was Camus Grugier Hill. It was? Yes. Uh, well, was, because didn't the in, Cowboys, they were setting stuff up in the locker room? I mean, it was, uh, it was in 2018. You're right. Eagles linebacker Camus Grugier Hill gives Cowboys bulletin board material. Yep. Yep. That was it. And people were like, yo, slow down, slow down. I remember that. It was idiotic. And everybody was, was heated. Everybody yeah. was upset about that. That blues dude on the stream was correct. Nice. Yeah. Let me see. I'm right. trying to get the quote. Look okay. at Dallas's history. They always choke, Grugier Hill said, per John Clark of NBC Sports. So we'll go down there and make them choke. I mean, what? Unbelievable. No, come on, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot. It's just impossible. Uh, you have any play, any props you're looking at Thursday night? And by, Jackson on the stream said they blew us out like 37 6. I think he's right. I think <laughs> yeah. it was just. Oh, yeah. At no point was that game competitive. Nope. Mm. And, and, and uh, yeah, exactly. The entire time, I know social and everybody else was just like, you see, you see, that's why you don't say anything. That's why you don't say shit before these games. You see? Yep. I mean, I, I didn't like it, to be honest with you. No, I uh, didn't either. You say props for Thursday night? Yeah, I'm sure you've, you've got. I know yeah, you're I, looking at Brandon Cooks, right? Yeah. So, as a matter of fact, there is one for Cooks that I like here. Uh, it's only there's no juice on the over over five and a half receptions. Yes. I know it sounds like a lot. Davis Mills is, is coming in to replace Terod Taylor, which which upsets me because Terod Taylor's you know, trainer or medical guy tried to murder him in, in L.A. last year. He finally comes back after Herbert takes over the starting position. He looked really good for Houston. It was surprising a lot of people. They were competitive about against the Browns. They smoked Jacksonville and they got Davis Mills. I mean, I don't feel confident in Davis Mills. What I do feel confident in. He targeted Cooks 10 times in the second half on 18 mm. passes. That's a 56% target share. So even if they didn't connect on a bunch of those, who else do you have? There's yeah. nobody else on this roster. Even Nico Collins hit the IR. He is the only viable pass catching option. So they're likely playing from behind. Uh, I think he probably easily gets over uh, double digit targets here. I like the over five and a half receptions on Cooks. Ah, I like that too. Love, love it. We're tailing you, brother. Great case. Good. Yeah, in that game, Dallas won that game in overtime, 29-23. Amari Cooper had three touchdowns. Wait, that's the game? Yep, yeah. it was December of 2018. Yeah, Amari yeah. breaking out on that game after Kamu Grugier Hill. Amari had the 200-yard game, I believe it was, and also um, he had he – had, there was a ball that was tipped off of our corner's hands and straight into his hands for the overtime win, mm. I think, if, if I recall yeah. correctly. But that was that game good. that was absolute crap until the fourth quarter. Then everybody yeah. started yep. scoring. It was yep. really a weird game. Yep. Yeah, Mari torched us.
Awesome. Brother, we appreciate you hanging with us for a while today. Thank you big time. Of course, guys. A lot of fun. Harry, Thank you. Fun. Yeah, Talk great to, to see you. At Lawfee underscore D. That's how you follow Dave on Twitter. Make sure you see everything. He's doing a ton of great, fantastic things across three big channels on Awesomeo as well. Thank you, man. Oh, yeah. Check out the Awesomeo Fantasy Football channel if you're into that type of stuff. All right, guys. Good talking to you. you see got you. It. All right. We're back on Thursday. Barrett will be back with us as well. Fresh off the coaches meeting. <laughs> we'll try and track down Newey and see what we could get from Dallas. Thanks to everybody. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out. Make sure you're subscribed to the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go for the steaks. And the steak. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.